I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. Well, thanks for uh, understanding we're on vacation. I promised you all that we do our live show on Thursday. I hope you enjoyed the Bud and Bogey interviews that we've been posting for the last three days to cover for us being gone on vacation. Looks like quite a few of you enjoyed it, left some cool comments. Unfortunately, they're not with us anymore, so we can't ask them any more questions. But I'm so happy that we got that show in the can and we have it available for you. If you haven't seen the Bud and Bogey full interview, I have an hour and a half of it over on our website at YourSaltWaterGuide.com. And uh, thank you all for watching. Thanks for joining us today. We are live here in La in uh, beautiful Kauai, Hawaii. We're over on the west side. We are, uh, Kelly is having a ball. She's never been to Hawaii before. So those of you that have been sending us some text messages and stuff, yes, Kelly is absolutely enjoying herself. The first day and a half though, it rained like crazy. Yesterday was a gorgeous day. We went up and visited the Grand Canyon. And then uh, today we're going to spend the day cruising around, maybe do a little fishing this afternoon because the weather is absolutely spectacular here. But I wanted to make sure I got on here with you guys today and we did a nice little show and talk about all the things that are changing and all the things that are going on in Southern California right now. All I had to do was leave. And my goodness, that bluefin marched right up the line. It's on the inside. If you, if you watch our game plan, which we'll post at 3.30 this afternoon. There's bluefin very, very close to San Diego right now. I believe that there's bluefin between the 43 and uh, Clemente. And we got some of the greatest weather you could possibly ask for coming in this weekend. The weather is going to be spectacular, gang. We are looking at almost zero wind Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Southern California. That's going to bode very, very well for what we're going to try to accomplish going out fishing on our private boats this weekend. Something we need to talk about, though, is on the app. And yes, your saltwater guide has an app. You can get it at the App Store. You can get it at the Google Play Store. That's your saltwater guide, the app. Download it. It's free. But over on the community section, gang, I know more than five of you fished last weekend. I know that for a fact because... 30 of you text me asking me where to go and what to do and how to do it. And another 150 of you watched the game plan. So I know that there was more than five people fishing last weekend. What I want to know is why you're not putting reports up on the community section. It's only going to benefit everyone. Your report, good, bad, or is whatever you saw when you went out, if you did follow the game plan and you did do exactly what we said and you didn't catch anything, we need to know that too. We need to know what's going on out there on the water. It's 
this whole thing that we've built at your saltwater guide is different than anything else out there. So I, I want you to all understand you have uh, nothing to be afraid of by posting on the community section. You're not going to get beat up by a bunch of booger eaters hanging out in their mom's basement, sitting in their underwear, telling you you're an idiot for asking that question or posting those pictures. You got nothing to worry about. We allow zero negativity at the website. So if you're afraid that you're going to get treated like a second-class citizen because you're posting some really cool stuff and giving us some information, don't worry about that. I will never allow that negativity. If you want to find negativity, there's plenty of other places to post. The same little crybabies are hanging out on the same websites that I used to post on and make a living off of. I can go over there right now and put up a post and those same 15 crybabies will jump right on me because they're super jealous. You don't need to worry about that over here at your Saltwater Guide gang. We take care of every one of our members. And if anybody decides they have a burning desire to share some negativity, we will ban them forever. Gang, you can text the show right now. We got full service. You call, text me at 949-374-0786. I will try my best to answer your questions especially with what's going on with this bluefin and then what's going on with the rockfish. And then Catalina is, I really in my heart believe this is the weekend you're going to see some phenomenal sea bass fishing over there because we have some of the most killer weather. If you go to windy.com or go to uh, buoy weather or any of the other websites you look for at weather and check out the wind this weekend, this is going to be the nicest weekend we've had in a very, very, very long time. So I, with all the squid at Catalina, all the squid at the Channel Islands, I really think this is going to be the weekend that we've all been hoping for. This is the kickoff of the spring, really, to be honest with you. And I think it's going to be phenomenal, gang. So I want you to check out our game plans and make sure that you uh, try to do exactly what we talk about. And another thing about the game plans, I can tell you exactly where to go. But if you go there and you don't fish exactly how I tell you to fish, there's a pretty good chance you're going to still suck. You can have all the spots on our hotspots videos. You can have all the game plans on our game plans that we post every Thursday at 3.30. But if you don't do the fundamentals when you get there, then there's a really good chance you're, you're not going to be successful. So make sure that you follow the simple recipe. And the people that do follow the recipe, they are shocked at how easy fishing could be. But the thing I think most people do is they start to listen to their friend or their plumber or their electrician that went out fishing last year that one day. And now they're a super fisherman because they fished that one day last year. And they're taking advice from those people. Gang, try not to take advice from people that don't fish every single day for a living. And that brings up another really cool thing about your saltwater guy. We've just added a captain that I've been sought, I've been trying to get him to work with us for a very, very long time. This, this man has been a sport boat captain. He's been a commercial fisherman. He's been a yacht captain. He's been working very, very hard in the Channel Islands areas for a very, very long time. He has a very big pedigree. He's 
bringing a lot of information to the table that we haven't had privy to as uh, members of my website, your saltwater guy. Those of you up in the Channel Islands, Santa Barbara, Ventura area, you are going to love the new things that are going to be happening. And the, this guy has just got his guide license and he's willing and ready to go with you on your boat and start to teach you how to fish those Channel Islands, which have been kind of kept as a secret. The guys that know about them and, and know how to fish them, they've been happy just to sleep on that thin piece of vinyl on, on that sport boat and hang on to that information and share it with no one and go out there every day in and day out. And now we finally got one of those guys to break off and break free. And he's willing to work with us now as a personal guide and go with you on your boat and start giving information on the community section of what's happening. Cause there's a sea bass bite going on up at the channel islands. That's been kind of a secret deal. Well, we're now we're privy to that. If you go over to our uh, game plans for this weekend, you're going to get a little bit of that information. Plus this captain that's going to be sharing. And we don't want to tell the name out here on uh, wide open social media. But if you go to our website, your saltwater guide, you'll get to know exactly who the guy's name is. Because the thing about the Channel Islands and the thing about the crybabies up there that are... Uh, going out fishing day in and day out and catching some fish. They are very, very, very mean. And uh, they're capable of doing some unbelievable things to people because someone's going to allow you to be able to go out and catch a fish, which is absolutely bizarre in this day and age. So we don't want to get this guy in trouble. but if And we know that the booger-eating crybabies aren't on the website, the ones that always love to cause problems. So... You can get the guy's name over on our website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. And then you can start taking him with you on your boat if you're if you're interested in that, like the other guides that we have that work up down up and down the coast of Southern California, Justin and Leo and Chuck and the guys that work for us at Your Saltwater Guide that go with you on your boat, just like I did for 20 years. I was for 20 years, there wasn't anybody else in Southern California that would go with you on your boat. But now I got four or five different people that work with us. And now we just broke the code of the Channel Islands. So those of you that are interested in learning more about the Channel Islands or those of you that are members of our website that are up there in the Channel Islands, we are going to have way more information now. It's going to get way better. It's going to... what. I don't know. The word I like to use is we're going to crack the code up there. We're going to have some inside information from guys that have been fishing up there for a living for a very long time. So stay tuned to what's happening. If you've been sitting on the fence trying to figure out if your saltwater guide is the place, I'm telling you, the gang, I don't know where else you're going to get your information. But information in this fishing industry is key. Ask any of the captains you fish with, if they'll sit down and talk to you, they'll tell you. They don't leave the dock without as much information as they possibly can have. That's why I built this website for you guys. That's why I invested in getting the app so that you guys can all use the app on your phone whenever you want. And it's going to be super imperative to take advantage of this. It's going to really be fun. You guys are going to have a good time. I promise you, I will never disappoint you. Those of you that are on our website already know that. 
But let's talk a little bit about this bluefin that's just creeped into our Southern California waters. And once again, like I said, if you guys want to talk to me, you got a question, you want to send me a text message right now, I'll be more than happy to answer your question. 949-374-0786. We're trying to put together a, uh, hey, Amy, we're trying to put together a guest for next weekend. Called a couple people. They're checking their schedule, seeing if they're going to be available. But next Friday, we will definitely have somebody on the show. We will not have a special guest tomorrow because, like I said, Kelly and I are here in beautiful Hawaii. And we're going to enjoy our time here. The sun is finally out. Things are looking really good. We're going to enjoy the rest of our vacation here. But I didn't want to not have this show. So this bluefin that showed up now in, in local waters... And when I say local, it's 25, 30 miles off the beach out of San Diego. That's pretty damn local, if you ask me. It's that smaller grade bluefin, 20 to 40 pound fish like Amy and, and Bobby. They can't even keep those, but that's like big time for us here in Southern California. And uh, those things are biting that smaller Mad Mac on the troll. And they're biting the cedar plugs trolled way back behind the boat. And then there's a lot of it's on the meter marks. And then that nighttime uh, deep drop carnata jigs or uh, the knife jigs, stuff like that's been working really good at nighttime on those bluefin. And then there's been a little bit of sign of that bigger bluefin on down the line outside, out on the 60-mile bank and down from there down to all the way down to the ranger bank, there's been some of that bigger bluefin. I don't see any reason why that bigger bluefin won't be in the channel between Catalina and Clemente like it has been for the last seven years. And I know, Amy, when I talk about bigger bluefin, you guys aren't even allowed to keep these giants that we have out here on Southern California because if you listen to Amy and Robert last weekend, last Friday game, the fish that we all think are giants out here on the West Coast, they're not even allowed to keep them. They're undersized for those guys. But for us, it's a big deal. And with this weather, I'm just looking why I'm talking to you at Windy right now. And it's calling for like two to six knots in the afternoon outside of Clemente on Friday and Saturday. That's incredible. You're going to see... You guys are going to see fish. I want you to pay attention, especially if you're going, uh, especially if you're going uh, rockfish fishing. Pay attention because those same places that we catch the rockfish, that's where that bluefin's been the last seven years. It's been cruising around in those rockfish grounds, especially out of Clemente on the backside out there in 60, 70 fathoms of water. There's been a lot of bluefin cruising around out there. So just... Pay attention while you're out there fishing. Don't go this weekend without live bait. I know we've been fishing squid since rockfish opened. We've been cut, cutting squid and using it. I would definitely make sure I got sardines in my bait tank. Also, I would make sure I have some live mackerel. Spend a little time jigging, a little, jig, jiggling up some mackerel so you have those in your bait tank because... With this calm weather, you got a very good chance of stumbling into that bluefin gang, and you want to make sure you're ready. Fly line sardine, fly line uh, mackerel, and then also that sinker rig when you're marking that fish down there, at, down at uh, 
30 or 40 fathoms underneath the boat. You're going to try that sinker rig. And you know how I show you how to do it, the rubber band rig. Any other ways to do it that you can get that bait down there to where you got a chance to catch those. You can't be bad. You got to try everything in your arsenal this weekend because you want to catch a bluefin if you're out there. Especially, let's just say you get a limit of reds. And then you throw a bluefin in on the mix, that's going to be an epic picture. And what a great meal. Have some fried red snapper and some shish, bluefin sashimi for dinner. That's going to be incredible. And you got an opportunity to do that this weekend. Real quick, though, gang, do not forget. And now they're over at Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Grab that QR code right now. They can see. Just grab the QR code, gang. Grab it with your phone right now. The guys over there at Roast, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company know who's jumping on there. Just go look at their website. Go look at their coffee. Kelly and I like the dark roasted. We just had some this morning. We brought it with us here to, to Hawaii. You want to go over there and check out. And then when you're checking out, when you're all done getting that super gourmet bitchin' coffee, as you're checking out, you enter the code YSWG. You're getting, say, 15% sent on your coffee. You're going to drink coffee tomorrow morning anyway. Why not drink the very, very best? Why not drink Roasted Anchor Coffee Gang? Do me a favor too and hit the QR code. It costs you nothing. There's going to be a day though where you're going to go, oh, what about, what was that coffee Dave was talking about? Oh yeah, that's right. I have it right here on my phone because I hit the QR code. Just grab it, gang. You're going to want to have the very best coffee on the planet. A lot of the sport boats are going to start serving this. This coffee brought to us. We were the first. We showed it off at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival. We had plenty of samples. Everybody was drinking our coffee. All the boat captains were coming by. Everybody was coming over, getting roasted anchor coffee. We were giving away samples at the show. Everybody was happy. It was really fun phenomenal to have the guys from roasted anchor coffee in the booth and the samples that they gave let's support them gang their local company right out of san diego let's support the mon pa local companies gang grab that qr code the other coffee you buy at the grocery store you have no idea where it comes from this stuff's the whole lineage is right there on their website go check them out Anchor Roasted, or excuse me, Roasted Anchor Coffee, gang. Check them out. We're going to pull that code down now. Back to what we were talking about, gang. And we're not getting any, we're not getting any text messages. Nobody wants to know what's going on this weekend. I guess you're all members of my website and you're all checking to check out the game plan. And for that, I appreciate it. Those of you that haven't checked out our website yet, there's our QR code. You can go and download my app right now and you'll never, ever have to suck at fishing again. And you'll never have to take advice from your plumber on where you should go fishing. Even though I love my plumber, when my toilet's backed up, I'm calling my plumber. But the last person I'm calling to find out about where should I go fishing is my plumber. Check out my QR code there, gang. You'll be blown away. I built an app just for you guys. So that you don't have to suck at fishing anymore. Grab that QR code. Let's go back to talking about this bluefin. 
Gang, two weeks ago when we had Jimmy on the show talking about the gyro-stabilizing binoculars, we talked about how important it is to pay attention when you're out there. Well, this weekend's going to be the weekend where your gyro-stabilizing binoculars are going to come into full effect. If you get out there on your boat this weekend and you're fishing rockfish, while you're fishing rockfish, while your guys are dropping down, somebody should be in those gyro-stabilizing binoculars scanning the horizon, looking for breezers with the with the weather this weekend, you're going to have a really good chance of seeing breezing bluefin. And that's the bluefin that's not jumping out of the water, not breaking the surface. That's the bluefin that's just swimming underneath the surface of the water, just enough to make that surface water move a little bit. When it when you look around and it's flat glass, calm everywhere, and then you see like a little tiny 50-yard area of looks like the wind's blowing on it, Look at it real hard in your binoculars because there's a very good chance that's the bluefin. Tell your buddies to get those rockfish up as quick as you can. We're going to slide over there and throw a little bait on that breezer and see if it wants to get in the white bag. This weekend's going to be the weekend where you're going to find some fish offshore that you can't even, you didn't even know were there. They were probably there the whole time, but we've had just garbage weather. Just garbage. And we, Amy, when I say garbage or Robbie, when I'm talking about garbage weather for us, 12 knots of wind and a three-foot swell, that's garbage for us in Southern California. Well, that's what we've been putting up with, gang. Once it gets flat, calm, we can start to see. All of a sudden, the whole world opens up and there's going to be so much more. Plus, your fish-finding apparatus, your phenometer is going to work much better when you're not hitting those big swells, bam, 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 getting a lot of air underneath your boat. Remember, you're trans the greatest transducer in the world. The transducer on the Royal Polaris does not work through air. And when you're hitting those swells and slapping that bottom of that boat of yours, you're creating air underneath the boat. So your photometer, your fish finder, isn't going to work through that air, so you're going to be missing fish. Now... With this calmness that I'm seeing for this weekend, you got a good chance of marking fish. So I would set my fish finding apparatus. If I'm not fishing rockfish, I'm going to set the screen up to be looking from zero to 300 feet. And I'm going to cover that area on my private boat. Why not deeper? Well, first of all, I don't have enough bait to cause anything to come up deeper. Second of all, that fish that's below 300 feet has a tendency not to want to eat. When he gets up into that three, two to 300 foot zone, it's re ready to feed. That's why on a private boat, we're going to look. Now, if I was on a sport boat, yeah, I'm looking way deeper. I got way more people. I got a way better chance. But when I'm on my private boat, I don't have a lot of time. Plus, the boat's going to drift much faster than a sport boat. If I'm fishing down four or 500 feet, I'm not going to have a chance to get my lure down there, my flat fall or my knife jig. So that's why I'm looking in that shallower water, that two, zero to 300 feet on the fish finder. You do not want your fish finding apparatus to be on manual looking for the bottom when you're offshore. You want to be in total control of it. You want it to be, you do not want it to be on auto. You want it to be on manual. You want to control, I'm sorry, I spoke wrong the first you want to be in control of what your fish finder is looking at. You don't want your fish finder in control. Why? Well, think about this. If you're fishing that bluefin, 
between Catalina and Clemente. You're probably fishing in 3,000 feet of water. If that fish finder, we call it a pedometer, is looking for the on automatic, it's trying to find the bottom. It's going, it's searching as hard as it can, bouncing those those uh, waves all the way down to 3,000 feet of water. If it goes over a school of 100-pound bluefin, let's say there's 100 of them, it's going to look like a hair on your head, on your screen, because your screen's zero to 3,000, and your screen's probably small, so you're not going to see anything. That's why you want to be in control. You want to put it on manual. You want to set the range from zero to 300 feet, and now you're going to put your Mad Max or your Cedar Plug out behind the boat, and you're going to troll around Cedar Plug, troll around seven, eight knots, Mad Max, troll around 12, 14 knots, but you're going to be able to see because the ocean's not going to be all chewed up and turned up and it's not going to be full of air. Now you're going to be able to see that fish. Once you locate that fish on your fish finding apparatus and you're seeing it down there, 250 feet underneath the boat, mark your GPS, just hit the mark button, swing back around on your troll and try to go back over where you marked it. 90% of that time, that fish doesn't leave that area. He stay, that school will stay right in that zone. And I contributed to, remember when we were kids and we would be out riding our bicycles in the afternoon after school and you'd be riding your bike along and it was cold, it was cold. All of a sudden you hit that warm spot where it felt really nice, but it was only there in that warm spot for a few seconds and you're back in the cold. Or vice versa, if it's the summertime, you're riding your bike and you hit that little area of coolness. That's what's going on in the ocean. That fish finds a water temperature, some, a little bit warmer, a little bit cooler, whatever it is. They like to be in that piece of water. They're not going to swim very far out of that piece of water. When they get to the cold side or the hot side of that water, they're going to swim right back into that section. That's why it's imperative that you mark on your GPS, where you mark the fish on your pedometer, come back around, troll back around that area. You're still marking the fish. They seem to be staying in that zone, but you didn't get bit on the lure. Now I'm gonna come back to that zone with all my trollers wound in. I'm gonna have my sinker rig with the nose hook sardine, and I'm gonna have a flat fall or a deep drop carnata jig or something. And I'm going to pull up, mark that fish, stop, maybe tap the boat in reverse a little bit to get it to stop right on top of that school. And then I'm going to fire my baits down there. If that I'm marking the fish at 250 or 300 feet, I'm going to try to get that bait down there to that zone. That's why we, if we went back to some of these seminars that we do live every day, Monday through Friday, and if you looked at one of them before, we talked about marking your line. You want to make sure your line is all marked. It would have been a good idea to do it before you got out there. But you want to put little marks with the felt tip pen on your line at 100 feet, 200 feet, 300 feet. And know what those marks mean. Especially if you're using braided line, it's real simple. Put a black mark at 100, a red mark at 200, a green mark at 600, or a green mark at 300. Then you know where to kind of stop and hold your bait or where you go to put your jig to jig in that zone where that fish is.
But gang, that bluefin very rarely moves out of that water once it finds it. And a lot of times that's going to be fun for fishing the kite, fishing the mackerel, double trouble under the kite, or fishing the flying fish under the kite. Once you start marking that fish, throw your kite out there, put a bait out underneath. You know you're in the zone now, that fish is there. And also remember, if you go to our game plans, I'm giving you a starting area where I think you should start out at and start working your way down to where the fish were today. Because you're going to go out tomorrow with the game plan. I Very rarely am I ever going to send you to where the fish bit yesterday. That's not the deal. I, I never approached it that way when I was fishing every single day. I tried to look at the charts, look at the Look at what the fish are doing, where they're going, where they're headed to. Because the water's moving. There's uphill current. There's downhill current. There's all kinds of things that are pushing the water around. And those fish are going to have a tendency to stay in that water. So I always want to start in the morning, four or five miles from where the fleet is. I can always work down and fish for boats by the end of the day if I haven't found the fish. But I like to start up in areas where I believe the fish are swimming to, and then I'll work into the zone if I have to. Normally it doesn't happen. I usually find the fish way far away from all the other boats because like we talk about on Let's Talk Hookup on Sunday mornings, I always say, you don't have to fish for boats anymore. You're a member of your saltwater guide. You don't have to fish for boats. You can download my app right now Go to that QR code, download the app, and you'll never, ever have to fish for boats again. Another thing I try to explain to all of our members, when I send you to an area, don't get all emotionally butthurt in the morning when you get there and there's no boats. Because I had no idea that you wanted to fish for boats. I sent you to that zone because I really, in my heart, believe that you want to fish for fish. And uh, there's a there's always a there's always a video on our website for those of you that want to fish for boats, and you I, you don't even have to watch it anymore if you don't want it. You can just listen. If you got a burning desire to fish where all the boats are, save yourself a phenomenal amount of money. Don't buy any bait. Stay inside the harbor that you're launching your boat at or that you keep your boat at, and just do this for the day. Drive up and down each dock and look at all the pretty boats. And if your friends tell you, hey, 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 Dave, Dave, there's a bunch of boats over there. We should go over there and go, whoa, stop. I had no idea you wanted to fish for boats. Wind in the trolling lines. Wind in everything. We're going to run back to the harbor. And they'll go, why? Because that's where all the, I know there's a bunch of boats in the harbor. We can go right back to the harbor. We can hang out there. You can even drop your anchor by the bait barge and just watch the boats drive by if that's what you want to do. But at your saltwater guide, I believe in my heart that you wanted to actually fish for fish. So I try to send you to where the fish are. This bluefin thing, it's not, it's not, this isn't the middle of it. Or this isn't the end. This is the beginning. This is what we're in store for this year. It's going to be another phenomenal year of fishing. Cold, cold water is so good for Southern California. 
It means the nutrients are thick in the water. The plankton's going to explode. The bait fish, the anchovies, the sardines, the mackerel are just going to, there's going to be so much food here that I believe that the tuna fish, and then as we slide into July and August, I think that the warmer water will hit us and we'll start seeing Dorado and yellowfin. I think we're on tap for a very, very, very exciting season. I would hate for you to have to spend the whole season, though, following the boats from Newport or following the boats from San Diego. And like Jim Kingsmill said the other day, if you don't have a really good pair of binoculars, there's a very, very good chance you're spending all your time out there fishing for boats. There's there's five or six clubs, fishing clubs in Southern California, and you take all the boats in those clubs, which is amazing because I fished on a lot of them, and between all the boats in the clubs, marlin clubs, tuna clubs, they got like 10 pairs of binoculars between all of them. And maybe one or two of them even have a pair of gyro stabilizing binoculars, which blows my mind today with the amount of money you spend on fuel and bait and insurance and a dock. When you get down to the end and Jimmy Kingsmill is telling you he can get those gyro stabilizing binoculars now for 3500 US dollars, those rebuilt ones that he I don't think there's any left after that show we did the other day, but you're going to want to have some binoculars, gang, so you don't have to fish for boats this season. Do yourself a favor. Do And do the other boats a favor. Start fishing for fish. Stop fishing for boats. It's never, ever going to work in your... I know, I know. Your sister's brother's aunt's cousin the other day was out fishing for boats, and she caught... She caught a really nice Boston Whaler. Well, that's great. But that is not what you're doing. When you go out fishing on your boat, you're going fishing for fish. You do not want to you do not want to fish for boats. So spend the time out there looking for fish, looking for breezers. I have a whole series over on the website of what to look for. Breezers, puddlers, foamers, there's so many different things, shiners. There's so many different things that you're going to get to start to observe now with this calm weather that's coming into our zone. I am so happy to talk that there's no wind this weekend in Southern California. It's been a very, very long time. I know last weekend the the uh, weatherman missed it and there was a uh, a bunch of wind Saturday afternoon that wasn't supposed to be there. It was supposed to blow Sunday. We knew that. But Saturday afternoon, a few of our guys got caught fishing where they got caught fishing in the wind. Also, gang, another really cool thing is the halibut are biting. Really? At Catalina, the halibut bite's been insane. It's been better than anybody's seen in a very, very long time. Same type of thing on the coast. And we cover that extensively on our game plans this weekend, too. So if you haven't caught one of those halibut yet, if you haven't been lucky enough to get yourself a legal halibut, this could be the weekend with the very calm water, the, the lack of the big swell, because most of this halibut's being caught in 10 to 15 feet of water on the beaches on the backside of Catalina, on the beaches on the front side of Catalina, and then along the coast, along the pipes. 
up and down Southern California. There's a very good chance you can get real lucky and catch some halibut this weekend also. And then we can't even emphasize enough the rockfish fishing is just insane. That 14 mile bank, guys that are fishing out there are just wailing on them all the way out to 60, 70 fathoms of water. Very, very fun fishing. And then if guys that are getting into that deeper water, unfortunately are hooking some nice cow cod and then having a heck of a time trying to get them back down to the bottom with your descending device. Something that Wayne Katow and my sister and some of the people on the inside wanted to make sure. Gang, it's not a requirement by law, but let's be proactive. Because like they always say, the sport fishermen, are we're the bad guys. Make sure you have descending devices on your boat if you're going rockfish fishing. I know it's not the law, but you know what looks really bad? Is when you have a bunch of fish floating around your boat because you didn't want those smaller ones or you didn't want the salmon grouper. You didn't want the little boccaccio. You didn't want those, so you threw them back over the side. They can't swim down. And then let's just be honest. Here comes somebody on a sailboat sailing by you. And you've got all these dead fish floating around your boat. And they take a picture. And they're going to send it to all their friends. And then once again, we look like the ugly fishermen. It's not the law. It should be the law. We should be required by law to have a descending device on the boat, especially if we're rock fishing. But it isn't the law yet. But let's be out in front of it. Let's be out. No, not a hundred dollars. <laughs> not a, if you get a pair for Craig for a hundred dollars, they're worth a hundred dollars. No, thirty-five hundred U.S. dollars. Okay, we finally got a question. I'm going to hit Point Loma this weekend, but I heard there is red tide. Should I wait? Go for it. Tim, here's the thing. It's saying that there's not going to be any wind this weekend. The red tide is real streaky from what I'm being told. You could fish Point Loma. You could be at green tanks or it could be red tide and you could go, you go down a mile, half a mile to the pipe and there could be no red tide. The red tide's real streaky right now. It's not all red and it's not all clean. So you got to look around and pay attention. And then that swell, it's going to be calming down more and more and more Friday afternoon. I know it's nine seconds, but I think it's going to be way stretched out less than that. It's just what I'm looking at as far as windy goes and as far as weather goes. I think that swell is going to be pushed out way farther than that. But thank you for the question, Tim. Always, always good to hear from you. And uh, what Tim was saying about that, Swell nine seconds apart. That uh, that's what you're always looking at is how far apart are these swells? How far apart is it? Three foot at nine seconds. That's kind of tight, but that's just if it's at ten seconds or more, it's going to be great. So nine seconds with no wind on it, it should be a big rolling swell, and hopefully the weatherman's correct this weekend. Everything I see shows that it's going to be a very calm weekend. So I think we can get lucky on that one. And uh, right now it looks like Tim's going to win the T-shirt because no one else wanted to send in a question. So cool, Tim. By the time we're done with this, you're going to have so many shirts. You're going to 
you're never not going to wear your saltwater guide shirt. Don't forget to go to the uh, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company, download that QR code, grab yourself some coffee and then put in the code YSWG and the number 15 on your way out the door and you're going to save 15% on your coffee. And uh, don't forget to check out our new uh, our new guide coming out from uh, the Ventura, Santa Barbara area. It's going to absolutely change what you catch if you take him with you on your boat. You guys can get a hold of me on the website at yoursaltwaterguide.com on the community page. And he'll be posting reports on the community page a lot. He's going to try to get involved with us. And he wants to help. He understands now. He's been on both sides of the fence. He understands how important it is to be involved in helping all the anglers catch fish when they go out on their boats because he sees what's going on. We're under siege in Southern Cal in California as it is. Everywhere you look, they want to close something else. They want to close that rockfish starting on September 16th, which would be devastating to Southern California fishing. I know Wayne Cattell and the guys at CCA are doing everything in their power to keep it open. Those salad shooters that they're building off of Morro Bay, that's huge. That's going to have a giant effect on all of us. They, uh, it, what am I talking about? The salad shooters? Go look it up, gang. Go look up this wind energy, these windmills that they're building offshore. They are horrible for the environment. They're horrible for the marine mammals. They're horrible, horrible, horrible things. And these things are going to affect all of us. And it's so sad because the same people that are propping these windmills up are the same people that back in the 60s were telling us that we needed to save the whales, save the whales. Now it's like, uh-uh. They're getting big time money from special interest groups to build these windmills off the California coast, which is mind boggling. Absolutely mind boggling that this is going to happen and it's happening. If you don't think it's happening, it's happening. The governor of California already, already uh, took all the special interest money and pushed this thing through and sold big, big swaths of the ocean to these companies to put these windmills up. And it's all the governor. It's him and his cronies, just like this 30 by 30. It's all the governor of the state of California. The feds don't want nothing to do with it, but the governor's pushing this 30 by 30 thing through. And it's all propped up by him because of the special interest money. It's so sad what's going on in California. And that's why our new guide is getting involved here. And that's why he is going to have so much to say and do. Okay, yeah, perfect, Mike Lewis. So in order to take a guide with you on your boat, if you're a member of your saltwater guide, it's $800 for the day. Non-members, it's $1,000 for the day. And that's to take them with you on your boat for the whole day. And it's your day. I hear people ask me all the time, well, can we just go for three or four hours? You can go for five minutes. But it's 800 bucks Because you're taking the human being away from his family or taking him away from his day. And it's going to be $800 for the day to go with you on your boat and show you all the cool things that he has learned over all the years of fishing for a living in that Santa Barbara Channel Islands bite. 
You get him out there for the whole day. You get to pick his brain. He's going to fill your GPS up with all of his spots. Plus, you have his personal phone number. I guarantee it. When you talk to him, it's not going to be the only time you talk to him. You're going to be able to talk to him a lot, just like you get to talk to me. The information you're going to gain is mind-boggling. Trying to go out there and figure out those Channel Islands on your own, just with the price of fuel, one time, it's going to pay for itself. So it's $800 and $1,000 for non-members. And then if you want to do multiple day trips, stuff like that, you can work out a deal with him. That's totally up to him. But it's the same price as taking Chase or taking uh, Leo or taking Justin out on your boat in Southern California. We're running the same deal. $800 for members, $1,000 for non-members. And then if you feel like you had a good time and you learned anything at all, you can always tip them. And... Uh, that's what's going on, gang. It's all about information. It's all about time on water, information, and it all matters and it all helps tremendously. And everybody's going to benefit by getting as much information as you can. One more time, there's my QR code. Grab that. Get get on my website. Get on. Download my app. Even if you don't, if, I already know everything. I don't need to. Well, download the app anyway. There may be a day where you're out there where you forgot some of the stuff you knew. You might know everything, but you might forget one thing. And then you got my app on your phone. Boom, you log right in and then you don't have to suck anymore. If you're having a sucky day, you can go look at the thousands of spots we have available to you on this website. You can grab a bunch of spots, put them in your GPS, and you'll be styling and you don't have to suck at fishing again. Gang, We've been going for 45 minutes. I told my beautiful wife that I would uh, only do one day on our vacation. Today's the day. We're going to go out and enjoy this beautiful day. It's absolutely stunning how beautiful it is here in Hawaii. I hope you all have a great day. We're going to hit you with uh, some interviews for the rest of this time I'm gone with my pops. You're going to get to hear my dad talk to me and him. Him and I having a cool conversation. So you'll get to see that. We'll keep posting all our videos. Once again, that video I told you all about that was at 70, it's at 81 million views now, gang. 81 million views for your saltwater guide on one video. Go look around. <laughs> There's only five other people on the Facebook that have ever had more views. Five other people in the history of Facebook. We got 80 million in a month and a a month and a week, we got 81 million views and it's still going and it's flying. That's a big deal and it's all because of all of you. Thank you very, very much. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I will be here for you. Next Thursday, we'll be back at our house in beautiful Cabo San Lucas going live and I'm trying to put together some guests. You guys will see the announcement Monday morning who's going to be on the show next Friday. Thank you all for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show. Check out our game plans. You never have to suck at fishing again unless you're into it.